We're back with part two of our conversation with Karen West of Karen West PR. This is the uh, second half of a uh, new uh, podcast feature, the Four Questions PR and Marketing Agency Spotlight. What was your first? Yeah. What was your first PR job? My first PR job was. Um, it's kind of interesting. I worked. I was interning at a record label called Autonomous Records, and um, I was doing radio promotion, so calling into radio stations. And uh, they had a PR person. I mean, really small, 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 small um, record label back in the day, and she ended up. I was really interested in what she was doing. So I asked her a lot of questions and she ended up moving to go to New York. It's like a whole entire long story. Mm-hmm. And she was um, working with or was going in as a PR rep for Tara Murphy for, I think, a festival she was doing in North Carolina. And um, I could be wrong. I should have fact checked the Tara, but <laughs> memory and I took her place because she was moving and I was like sure whatever and that was really probably my first PR specific thing that I had ever done and it was more of just like running around I was in charge of I believe getting people getting musicians over to the social media tent it was like right when it was kind of like to do these like chats like chat rooms or whatever and people nobody cared right yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I have got to figure out how to get him from, like, the main stage over to here and, like, whatever. And, you know, it, it was really great. So that was really um, that was really my first job um, that I remember in PR. And I thought it was really interesting. And, um, you know, I think something that is a testament to Atlanta's PR community is that, one, there are – incredibly, incredibly talented PR people in Atlanta. And it, it really doesn't matter back in the day. I was like, oh, you're not in New York. Oh, you're not in LA. It, it, it doesn't matter, right. um, in, in my opinion. And our PR market and all the markets that we work in, I think it is, it's the best. And, you know, you have all of these incredible women. You're included. You're an honorary member from, you know, Melissa Libby to Tara Murphy to Meg Reggie to Marsha and, and all of these incredible people and Kristen Cower of Brave PR. And we all really, um, and hopefully I mentioned Liz Lapidus. I worked with her. I love her. Yep. You know, we work together in, um, you know, help build each other up and share resources. And and much like you, sometimes it's like therapy. Like, are you guys dealing with this? Or, you know, what's going on with the station? Or do you have a contact in for this person? And I really think that Atlanta's PR community is one of a kind. I think it's top notch. And it, it is, it's, I feel very lucky to be a part of it. And I've had a lot of very, very incredible women support me. Even Michelle Ray Kaplinger, who's to be, you know, PR person back in the day, and now she's like film academy, amazing uh, recording academy, music, music academy. yeah, yeah, music, yeah, music, and music academy, right? Uh, the recording, no, academy. Gra- Gra- Grammys, Grammy academy, yeah, 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 yeah right, 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 yeah. And so Atlanta, I think our community, when it comes to PR and marketing and in media, I think that we really rise because we support each other mm-hmm. and we know how special the people are who are here. Um, I, I think our market is is awesome. I love it. What would you tell a young person who is interested in getting into PR? What would you say in terms of here's the kind of job you should look for? Or here's the kind of thing you should do? Go into finance. No, I'm just 
I was a finance major in college, and I went, oh into, and I went into PR. So go yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah. Go figure, right? <laughs> I think for somebody who's interested in PR, the number one thing that I would say is talk to other people. There are people like me. There's people like you who are willing to email back and forth or answer questions. I really feel like internships are critical. I mean, that's where you're going to learn if you like it, if you don't, if you do love PR, what type of PR you want to, you know, you may want to pursue, what the realities of PR really um, involve. Do you have the chops to do it? And once again, a lot of people think of this fantasy life or what they may see, like looking at an Instagram. Oh, that's cool. You're in front of a step of repeat or, oh, that's great. You got to meet Killer Mike or whatever it may be when they get into the office and it is hard work. It is very stressful. I mean, you are on the clock, especially in lifestyle. I mean, all the time. It's it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, of course you have your boundaries and you do have balance, but you know, you, it's a responsibility. And I just think that talking to people and finding out if it's right for you and going in and doing internships is so, so very important. And also thinking about what kind of environment do you like to be in? And I think a lot of kids today, and I don't even want to call them kids, young men and women, you know, really kind of got gypped as far as coming, you know, they got hit with, you know, COVID and, you know, Zoom and all of these things. And what we're seeing is that a lot of people don't have the skills to deal with people in person. And as a PR person, you know, you can't hide behind a computer all the time. You know, you have to be out, you're public facing, you know, it's PR. Public relations. It's public relations. That they kind of dealing with the public, right? Right. right. And so, so I, that that's really important to consider too. And also, once again, like I said, like our our culture at Karen PR is really specific. You're either going to love us or you're going to hate us, or you be like, that's pretty cool, but it's not for me. Or I have friends who really excel in you know a corporate environment, like an Edelman. You know, it's like that is their jam, and they kill it. So I think those things are important for sure. Right. What what is the you know kind of running your own agency? What what do you find is the hardest thing? And that's like, trust me, I know there's like a lot of hard things, but how long do you have? Yeah, uh, okay, you get, you get thirty. You get, you get to pick one. What? Yeah. What's, what's yeah, one? What's think, one hard thing? I think um, the hardest thing, one, or the hardest thing for me. I don't know. I think sometimes it's the business side, right? You're really good. I know what my strengths are and, but I also know, you know, I don't really like the business aspect of it. So I'm really fortunate because I have Chad who's very, very strong in that. And so we balance each other out. But I think that, you know, I always think of like, uh, you've got mail, right? When right. I take things very personally because my name's attached to it and business is business and, and everything else. But I really care and I care a lot. And I want to make, you know, I want our clients to succeed. And I personally put a lot of time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears, as as I know you do too. And I think that that can be very taxing sometimes where you're not always seeing things from that business perspective that's cut and dry. And it can come at a cost to you personally as somebody who runs a business. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, to me, oftentimes it's, I want every client to, be happy with the work mm-hmm. and sometimes that means overworking the clients beyond what what right. they're paying what they're paying me right but right. you know i must all you're my like co- toothpicks in your eyes you're like working late right, at night. right right yeah i'm sitting and- watching last night i was sitting at 11 o'clock last night i'm, I'm 
writing a contract for a new client. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know we've been going back and forth before, and you know, it's it's It's... Sunday at like, like you know, nine o'clock. We're like, oh my god, what are we doing? Well, and and then and I get, I mean, we work with the business school and the law school at Embry, and yeah, and we get calls all the time from reporters going, "Hey, I know it's eight thirty on a Sunday morning, but I need someone to talk about right bank failures by two o'clock today." So yeah, it's eight thirty in the morning on Sunday. Right. I think, okay, I'll get you somebody. I'm, right, right. You're like, you know, all right, game and on. I'm, I'm texting, you know. I mean, yeah. you know, I get I get the nightside TV crews that call me at 5.30 going, hey, I need somebody by 7.30 for the, for the 10 o'clock tonight. Like, yeah. Okay, you couldn't have called like two hours ago, you know, something right. like that. Like you didn't know, come on. No, I, I know, I know. It's, I, give, I give him a hard time. It's like, well, it's funny because John Shearick over Channel 11, love John. John, yeah, yeah. John will call me at like five thirty. He goes, "Hey, man, just John. Sorry to call you so late." It's like, "It's okay, John. I know you. he's a night. He's the night side guy. You know, he comes in at starts work at four. So it's like, it's my, I said, John, this is what you do. This is what I do. You start. Right. You work the night shift. You know, when you call at four thirty or five o'clock, I'm going to find you somebody." Well, and that's such an important lesson too, is that, you know, I think that something um, that's important, I've been on the other side as far as a media person and, you know, as far as being an editor and I was on the radio and um, thanks to Leslie Fram, who's like one of the most amazing people on the planet. Um, So I really have a respect for journalists. I really have a respect for producers. I have a respect for editors. I have a respect for people behind the scenes and Mm -hmm. I think that that is something that is um, overlooked right now. I feel like if you have a relationship between PR people and a reporter or producers, stations, whatever, it's really, it's really valuable. And that's what we're in the market to do is build relationships, right? Not only for our company, but also on behalf of our clients, which can also be a tricky thing because sometimes the client can ruin a relationship or you're afraid they're going to ruin a relationship something that you've worked on or cultivated for 20 years, you right, know, and right. like, uh... all right. So, so we're going to do lightning round now. Right, oh so, yeah. So yeah. short, these are not too stretch? Do I need to do pushups? Okay, you're good. Do, do this. There you go. Okay. Dangle, dance, dance off, dance off. There we go. All right. So you don't need, so the hardest question, and this is always the hardest question I ever ask folks is what's the coolest thing about you? And I gave you, I gave you a warning. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I know. And I did exactly what I had to do. I was like, I had such a frantic day. I was not prepared. Um, okay. The coolest thing about me, I think one, I'm a total goofball. Everybody who knows me, I embarrass myself 300 times a day. I am not cool. I think that I'm strategic because I surround myself by really cool people and I have an eye for talent. And so it's kind of maybe it's like, you know, trying to hang out with the popular kids. So I'm popular too, but no, I really, I really try to surround myself with awesome people. And I think that that makes me, um, that makes me cool if I have to. All right. Okay. Favorite local restaurant. I have to plead the fifth on that one. Okay. All right. Client client confidentiality conflict uh, kind of thing. Yeah. And there's too many. I just, there's so (laughs) many great restaurants and honestly, it's like what I'm in the mood for. And there's great new restaurants that I love. And that would be, I could go on and on. I'm happy to give you a list. (laughs) So let's do, let's do a favorite guilty pleasure. Okay. I'm going to be honest about this. I love watching TV. 
And I'm not one of those people, people are like, oh, I don't have a TV in my house or whatever. I respect that. I love watching TV. I am love true crime, like true crime. I can't say it. True, true crime. crime. Like true how crime. excited yeah. I am. Yeah. True crime, like Dateline all day, all night, like Keith, your hair, your voice. <laughs> I, like if I ever well, met Keith, him, Keith, I would Keith, it's the voice, right? Right. See, right, I, see, right. I watch, I'll watch Dateline if it's recorded. That way I can fast forward. Through. Oh, yeah. Because they always do like, they do the commercial and they come back and recap. Like, right. Okay, we just said that. You just saw it. We just could get through the new stuff. All right. Um, favorite local getaway? I would have to say Blue Ridge. Oh, good. Good choice. Okay. I really love Blue Ridge and I haven't been in a while and I, I think it's fantastic and it's so close. It's easy to get to and it just has a lot to offer. All right. Um, favorite non work hobby? I love to read. Do you have a genre? Um, you know what? I really am all over the place. Um, I just read Matthew Perry's memoir, which I thought was outstanding and really brave and super honest. But I also, um, don't laugh. I love, maybe this is a guilty pleasure too. I love young adult. Like I love the Hunger Games. I was like, I read that. I like read the first one. I was at the beach and I was like, what? And then like, I went and bought the second one while I was at the beach and then read that while I was at the beach. And then while I was at the beach, ordered the third one. So it'd be at home. And I was like, I love it. I mean, post apocalyptic, like what is even going on? Right. Right. Yeah. I tend to, I lean towards like fantasy sci-fi kind of stuff. Yeah. Although I do like like historical fiction. Those are, those are fun. And then, um, yeah, sort of. I, I got a Kindle, so I bought like the collected works of Agatha Agatha Christie, which are, is kind of it's kind of fun. You know, just kind of classic. You know, it's it. You know, they're old, so it sometimes takes a little patience yeah. to to read through them through the style. But it's, yeah. it's kind of kind of kind of fun getting back to the. the I've always story. loved to read. I think it's so great. And I love the escape, but I am still so tried and true. I love the smell of books. Like I, I still love print. Like I love magazines. Like I love getting Vogue. I'm excited, and yeah, same thing with books. Yeah, I find and, it very exciting. And, and I have a shelf of uh, journalist written books that I, some of which I've read, and some of which I haven't read yet. Right, right. <laughs> Every time I see somebody saying, like, "Hey, I'm having a, I'm having a book signing party for my new book. Come out," it's like. Okay, fine. I'll go buy the book, and I'm like, okay, I gotta read it. Yeah, so. yeah. I've I've a stack as well, but you know, it's, that's a good problem to have. I think. <laughs> okay. All right. So, last question. Yeah. Do you, is there a client or project that really stands out that you think you just have memories of? You think, wow, that was that was such a such a vivid memory of doing this project, or or a moment at a sure. client with a client. Um, I had to pick one, huh? I'm going to go with Skirt Magazine. Do you remember Skirt? Yeah. yeah. Way back in the day, it was like right? kind of format with like Paper yeah. City and all of those routes. Yeah. So Stephanie uh, Davis-Smith, who is one of my favorite people ever. She's an incredible writer. She has um, incredible writing, two-sided, her blog, Two-Sided Southern. Read it. She's funny brilliant, amazing, incredible editor. So she was the editor of Skirt Magazine. And when she moved to Atlanta, I think I was one of the first people, you know, PR people she went out with and like instant friendship. And so for Skirt's anniversary party, she hired our firm to do these parties. And we 
like all of us together would come up with the most amazing party concepts. And for example, one we did was um, it was kind of like a 1960s flight theme. So it was when people had budgets, which was fun. So like the tickets or the um, invitations were actually tickets. We did it at Chua, which was a concentric restaurant. So people came in and they were greeted by stewardesses like with champagne, we ripped the ticket, they could win a trip. We had like, everything was so well thought out. We did one on a rooftop and it was kind of this like um, alien futuristic theme and we entered it to win um, or entered it for a folio award. And we were like, let's just do it. Like, it was cool. And so they kept calling us and they're like, hey, are you going to come to the awards? And we're like, we're not going to come. They're like, well, you've been nominated. We're like, whatever. But the other people who are nominated, it was like, O Magazine and somebody else. And I'm like, there is no way we're beating out O Magazine. <laughs> like, let's be honest here, right? Like, it just, like, there's no way. They kept calling and calling. And we had another event. I'm like, we just can't make it work. Well, we won. And I was like, yes. Yes. You know, it was really fun, but honestly, so that was one of my favorites and, and mostly because I, I, I love working with Stephanie and I love that creativity and everything came together and we have all of these crazy stories and we made the impossible happen every single one. Um, and just kind of, um, you know, did everything we could to make it happen, happen. And we still laugh about it today. I wonder if I still have a copy of that somewhere, that magazine. I, it was good. Uh, I, might, it was, I might have, I might have cleaned it out at some point. Yeah, twenty years ago. It, that's that's been there, that's been a while, right? It's been a while. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever went. Did you ever go to Bacon Fest? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so oh, yeah. we uh, Bacon Fest, and then I will wrap this up. But Bacon Fest is one of my favorites too. During the recession, Chad and I made a decision <laughs> to. A lot of people were struggling, including us, um, to approach businesses and people and organizations that we loved, like Dad's Garage. And we're in the old fourth ward, and Dad's Garage was um, right there at the time and before they moved to another location in the old fourth ward. And um, they were actually in Inman Park. So we were like, hey, we would love to do PR for you for Bacon Fest. And, you know, the only thing you have to do is just throw our logo up on some stuff. And we're good. And we, you know, developed great friendship with Dad's Garage and like blew people's minds that year. People were like, how do we not know about Bacon Fest? Like, are you kidding me? This exists? I mean, and, you know, kept doing it years later. Kevin Bacon showed up one year. Like, Kevin Bacon at Bacon Fest. Like, one of my favorite. That's, 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 that's the ultimate, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I could have quit like right then. I'm like, I'm done. Stick a fork in me. That's, that, that's always fun. I mean, we we started doing work a couple of years ago from Momocon. And, yeah. And I I had never heard of it. I mean, th- this was like their 10th or 12th year at that point. And I didn't know what they were. No one knew who they were. Not, I couldn't find a single journalist in town. Well, I did find one who knew what they were. And uh, I went. I was like, oh, God, this is incredible. It's like thousands of people doing cosplay and gaming. And, yeah. And, uh, and and I was like, where have you guys been? They go, I don't know. We just kind of, you know, did it. Like, yeah. Really? Just, it's just, it's, but it's, to me, it's, it's fun to, to take a client that has been under the radar or has yeah. just been kind of around and kind of not getting a whole lot of awareness and just take them to a, to a level like that. So, it's exciting and it's really yeah. awesome to be a part of. I agree. Yeah. It, it's, those are the perks of the jobs, for sure. 
All right, Karen, I'm going to let you go. This has been fantastic. I think we could probably do this for another hour, but. We could. And, I and know, we're we could. Together in person. Yes, I'm, yes, we it's are. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Well, thank you, Karen West, Karen West PR, um, our inaugural first guest for the Four Questions PR and Marketing Spotlight. Uh, thank you, Karen, so much. And Thank uh, you so much. Have an awesome day. You too. Thanks. Thanks.